now the Pot Report. Here's Hashish correspondent Kelly Catrera in a joint report with Chris Creston. All right, today uh, the Ontario Real Estate Association urged the provincial government to bring forward measures that will ensure home buyers are protected from health and safety risks associated with buying former grow ops. That's going to be a big problem, right? This is in its action plan for cannabis legalization. And uh, David Reed joins us right now. David Reed happens to be the president of the Ontario Real Estate Association and probably right now is thinking, wow, this is not the serious interview I thought I was about to um, go through. Well, thanks very much for having me on the line. I appreciate the opportunity to talk about it. Well, thanks for being part of the pot report. Yeah, well, that's a first in my life, so I appreciate the opportunity. Hey, it's uh, we do this quite a bit, but every time we talk about marijuana legalization, and it's no joke, it, it there's you know tons of stories and tons of different angles. Uh, we like to play that little intro. So you have released an action plan, um, Oria, and it proposes five policy changes to protect customers from the risks involved with purchasing a former grow op. Which I can't, you know, as a homeowner myself, that would be a living nightmare to know that you've purchased a former grow op for several reasons. One of them being health. But maybe run down your uh, five policy changes. Sure. Well, thanks very much. Well, the bottom line is we're just trying to, to take steps to protect the homeowners and their prospective home buyers against, as you just mentioned, the health and safety risks that are associated with former marijuana grow ups. But the five key planks to our uh, to what what we're putting forth today is number one we want the province to designate illegal grow ups as unsafe buildings under the building code act and this will ensure that those grow ups are black marked and that the, the owner will not be able to sell the home to an unsuspecting buyer and the nightmare that you just talked about so that's step one let me stop you at the step one if i could what if you um decided to invest in you know a rental property uh, is there what happens to unsafe buildings? Is there a possibility that you're going to lose your entire investment? Well, with this, when we look at the plan that we're putting forth, that's that's what we're trying to do is to identify those that are, and what we'll do is we'll have the um, get them the municipal. We want to work with the municipalities, get them involved. So when we do find uh, a grow ops like that you're talking about, we want the remediation to be done, and we want the. Uh, whatever needs to be done to the property, we want it put on title because that way it forces them to be done. Once they're deemed unsafe, then we can we can get people to uh, remediate that problem because what happens is you get stigma with some of these with some of these properties. And it's a complex issue as you know and uh, Oh yeah, for sure. And so if it's on title, then the person that owns the building is responsible for the remediation of that building before it's sold. That's correct. It needs to be done. So then the, with working in conjunction with the municipality, then they can look at that and see what needs to be done. And then uh, then the remediation has to happen. And then it comes off title. Because once it comes off of title, mm-hmm. and the nice thing with it being on title, all the professional people involved, whether it's realtor, lawyers, etc., they have access to that. And they can see, because we're just trying to protect the home buyers out there to avoid the nightmare that you spoke about. And if you are a landlord, if you're using, uh, you know, this as an investment property, that speaks to better vetting That's your correct. tenants that you're going to have coming into your building. Let's yep. let's move on to the second step that you're asking for. Well, the second step is that's where we want to mandate that these uh, grow ops are inspected by the municipality. I have the officials, they come in and they look at what exactly are the problems. And they... Um, so we just want to find that this should be done according to the provincial mit. We want to set some minimum standards just to get some consistency across the province. So that's the second point is to mandate that they're inspected by the municipality. 
If you find, it, are you talking about if there is an illegal grow up That's found correct. to be in a house, then the That's municipality comes in and finds out the extent of the damage to the building? Exactly. All right. And that's what we're trying to find out and see what's involved. So then, then third, when that former grow up is uncovered and that building is deemed unsafe, what we're asking is that the municipalities, they, they have to be required to register work orders on title. That's a key point, that the work orders are on title to remediate that property. So now it's noted on the file on title in step three. So that's what we want, uh, that municipalities get involved with that. Okay, and things that would be on title other than if your place was a grow-up, just give us an example of things that would be uh, noted on title. Well, sometimes when there's buildings, you'll have uh, liens on properties, probably the most common one that people find out, or if you have, uh, uh, you took an open permit, like where I am up in Muskoka, when you want to put a new deck on your cottage, as an example, you get a building permit, and it's open, and if it's not closed, you'll see things like building permits that are not closed, so the once you're working with the lawyers, they look at the title and see what issues there are. And now, with with this plan, this will help bring to light some of the issues around these grow ops. Okay, and so would it also if you're say you're uh, grandfathered, you got a is this the correct use of the term legal nonconforming? Say you're going over a little bit on your uh, neighbor's property with a structure that would be on title as well. Yeah, well, then you also look at surveys, etc. Right. Um, you, you'll, that's why you certainly want to work with the professionals to help take you through that because it can be complex. There's things like title insurance, et cetera, to help protect as well. And that's one of the things as an association, we're always trying to make sure that consumer protection is front and center with what we're doing. You also want to, and I love this idea, mandating all licensed home inspectors to receive training on how to spot the signs of a former marijuana grow up. I think that's definitely something that needs to be addressed. Oh, exactly. And, and thank you for saying the fourth point for us. But uh, well, that's exactly right. Because you know what? People can be pretty deceptive when they're trying to hide these things. And there's certain things to watch out for. What lengths see. are they going to? Well, uh, some of the ductwork gets, gets changed. They, they tamper with the electricity. So sometimes if you're, uh, I'm not going to say if you, but mm-hmm. I mean, when you look at a building, Kelly, you can see often there's a little, you look for bricks that have been Rebricked. somebody's hidden when they've been trying to take an electrical feed. If you look at the uh, entrance to where the hydro comes into your building, as an example, sometimes you can see it. And if you go to our website, protectontariohomeowners.com, you're going to see, we, we lay it out for you so people can really see, geez, what, how do I know what a curl up is? And there are some real key signs. A lot of research has been done, and uh, it, it can be tricky. So what we want to do is help um, help with those home inspectors to help if they don't know, some are better than others, but if we can help improve and, and get all licensed inspectors on board to receive that training on how to spot the signs of a former grow up, the end of the day, that's going to help. Now, currently, the consumers, so. what we, your four uh, points in the action plan, your four policy changes, they all include illegal grow ups, but it's going to be legal to grow marijuana in your house eventually when, you know, the legislation uh, comes through and all the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed. So your fifth policy uh, change also uh, talks about that. Yes. Absolutely. And, and as you said, it certainly looks like it's on the horizon that we're going to, people are going to be able to legally grow it. Mm-hmm. But you know what? If you're in uh, downtown Toronto, as an example, and if you're a condominium, there's a lot of condos that might be five, six, seven hundred square feet. And could you imagine living on a floor with 10, 20 other condo owners and half of them each have four pot plants? 
Well, well the hallway wouldn't smell like soup anymore. Exactly. Exactly. So what we're doing is with our fifth plank of this is the fact that we really want that limit in multi-residential buildings and condos is, is easy for people to identify with, is we want that brought down from four down to one. It just makes so much sense. And that's for units uh, 1,000 square feet or smaller. That's correct. We're just really trying to uh, protect our homeowners, and that's why our website, again, is protectontariohomeowners.com. And that really outlines the five-point action plan for cannabis legalization. And that's, that's really what today's all about. Have you heard from the feds about any of these uh, proposed changes yet, or is it too early? Yeah, it's a little bit too early. Um, we always keep our ear to the ground, and we have a great staff here at our uh, provincial association to, you know, we'll work with anybody as we uh, as we try to formalize this and move forward, but we haven't heard specifically from them at this point. Well, I wish you luck. The Action Plan for Cannabis Legalization, where do people find out the skinny about it? Well, the easiest is the website, protectontariohomeowners.com, and that outlines the five key points that we just spoke about here. David Reed, it's been a pleasure having you on the pot report today. Well, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. Cheers. That's David Reed, president of the Ontario Real Estate Association, looking out for you.